Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is so refreshing to see women all around the globe collectively wake up and give up trying to teach men basic human consideration, basic human decency. It is so refreshing to see women own their power as the limiting factor to the continuation of our species. How we can end lineages by opting out. How we can literally end ethnicities by opting out. How women's disappearance from private life can be a catalyst for change. For far too long, we have made ourselves too available too agreeable, too accommodating, too good. And men, the automatic drainers of feminine energy, they neglected, mistreated, drained, and discarded us. And we're no longer putting up with it. Hey, bestie! Welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host, Elle, and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about what happens when women give up on men, specifically the Korean 4B movement, and if it's radical or just plain old common sense. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a Spoiled Girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it. Have you guys heard of the 4B movement in South Korea? The women of South Korea's 4B movement aren't fighting the patriarchy. They're leaving it behind entirely. There's been a small but growing women's movement in South Korea in response to widespread cases of femicide, revenge, and dating violence, and a surge in spy cam crimes overwhelmingly committed by you already knew. And the fact that all of these crimes mostly resulted in slaps on the wrist like fines and suspended jail sentences if they were prosecuted at all. And so protesters in South Korea went ham. And several women's movements were created in response like the 4B movement. 4B is shorthand. Bihan is the refusal of a heterosexual marriage. Bichul-san is the refusal of childbirth. Bionye, damn my Korean is good, is saying no to dating. And bisexu is the rejection of heterosexual relationships. Many in the 4B movement believe this is the only path with which Korean women today can live autonomously. In their view, Korean men are essentially beyond redemption. Where have I heard that before? And Korean culture on a whole is hopelessly patriarchal and often downright misogynistic. While 4B adherents may hope to change society, they are not trying to change the men whom they view as their oppressors. That's why I love this movement, because they said, you know what, we sick and tired of trying to talk to y'all and get y'all to wake up and get on the right side of history. So you know what? We just not gonna fuck with y'all. You might be thinking South Korea, like the land of K-pop and skincare. Yeah, they're doing this. Like the 4B movement is so far removed from our Western perspective of South Korea, but how did this even happen? Well, it all started with a book. 
Cho Nam Ju's 2016 novel, Kim Ji Young, born 1982, is a devastating read. It relates in every woman's daily experiences of relentless sexism, inequality, and misogyny in contemporary South Korea. It is also a book that helped kickstart the country's 4B movement. Because like Nam Ju's heroine, South Korean women have had enough. So I actually read this book a while back and I realized that I was writing a summary for a completely different book. I was writing about Breasts and Eggs by Miyako Kawakami and it has a similar vibe obviously it's Japanese but I read both. It's just I switch them up sometimes. But yeah, that's another book that I recommend on top of Kim Ji Young, born 1982. Both books offer a pretty honest and relatable retelling of the experiences that women face in South Korea and Japan. So yeah, recommend those two books. Anyway, a lot of Korean women resonated with Kim Ji Young because her experience of the world was not far off from the experience of the average Korean woman. They saw themselves in her and were thus made awake of their own hardships that they face at the hands of Korean men. And so the 4B movement was born. Cho Nam Ju, the author of Kim Ji Young, it really was her goal to spark a movement freeing the Korean women from the grasps of the misogynist Korean men that they have to deal with and it worked. The book became an international bestseller in 2018 and became part of a feminist campaign in South Korea as well as the escape the corset and the hashtag me too movements. It also sparked the 4B movement and according to Cho Nam Ju, the Korean women still experience sexual mistreatment and inequality but not as often as they did in the past. Since they started to protest and speak up the situation began to change though very slowly. Cho also said she believed the situation of women would not get any worse. I think it's so funny that Korean women are so done with Korean men that they're literally just deciding to die out. Y'all heard of the 4B movement? I'm a, I'm a big fan. Korean women literally just gave up on their men. They're like, they're, they're not gonna change, so we're all gonna go extinct. Which they literally are, by the way. Korea has like the lowest birth rates in the world. It's like really bad. But I just think that's so funny. That's also very Korean. Like Korean as an ethnicity is about to go away and Korean women are literally just like, <laughs> Let's get into the comments. The truest example of standing on business. They really said, boy, bye. Women. Treat us like humans or we won't make any men. And then men say, feminism is the problem. Get bent. Exactly. So this brings us to if the 4B movement is even a radical idea or if it's just plain common sense. That when men mistreat the women that they're with, isn't it just common sense that women wouldn't want to be with men anymore? Like. A lot of people have a lot to say about Korean feminism these days and the way they completely want to keep men out of their lives, like the 4B movement, where they just swear off having children with men, you know, or getting married, sleeping with men, or even just dating. Just to let people know, it's called a 4B movement because it's four no's. The word P means no in Korean, so P something means no this. And combined with the fertility crisis in Korea, this has become a very sensitive issue, but... None of this is very shocking to me um, that a lot of Korean women want to swear off men because I've seen how bad Korean patriarchy can be. And this is very well represented in Korean literature, most famously in Kim Ji Young, born 1982. But what really told me the extent of how severe Korean patriarchy used to be was Please Look After Mom by Shin Kyung Soo. Aside from the main plot, which is about a family's struggle to search for their lost mother, the book describes the married life of the mother and the father, and it's set only, you know, two generations away from my generation. And 
The patriarch in this portrayal doesn't work all that much, if at all. All he really is, is that he's the head of the family. She works, takes care of the kids, takes care of the home, while her husband does nothing and goes out to sleep with other women, drink with his friends, and do whatever he wants. At, at the end of the day, he can come back to the nest whenever he wants with no consequences of any kind. And that was apparently quite common in Korea before where men don't do anything but just for existing, they were valued. The eldest male had power over everyone in the family and let nobody do anything without his consent, including other younger males like a little brother. This is Kabujangje, a system where the eldest male takes all decision-making powers within the family unit. This is also Damazono Sasang, where they prefer male children to female children. Like, if women weren't able to produce male children, they were collectively punished by the rest of the family. Going back to Kim Ji-young born 1982, the main character's little sister is aborted because she was a girl, and that happened very widely in the 80s and the 90s. People just aborted girls because they wanted boys. I mean... In the 60s, when medical technology wasn't, you know, widely available and developed enough, they just throw infant girls away, very akin to taking out the trash. That happened quite often in those times. And to me, people saying how radical Korean feminism has become don't realize that this is a proportional response to how bad it was for women, how they were just viewed as mere tools in Korean society before, how they were expendable outside of making babies, making sons more specifically. Everyone back in Korea called my mom Jino Ma, meaning Jino's mom. And actually back in Korea, all my friends' moms were called like this. Minu Ma, Yuri Ma, Jaesung Ma. And that was their names, basically. Only once in Canada, everyone called my mom by her name and she finally wasn't just Jino's mom anymore. And you may think this is trivial, but it's a part of how Korean society forces women into a role and makes them lose themselves in the process. And in the end, all that Korean women are asking for is to be treated like human beings and not go back to those days when they were nothing except their wombs. Let's get into the comments. 4B movement is the direct consequence of Korea's rampant misogyny and patriarchal system. It's not radical. It's common sense. The 4B movement should be worldwide. And apparently it is. Women have been leaving men behind. We just didn't have a name for it. I'm in the 4B movement and didn't know it. Gave up on all of that on my own. Haha. Ha. As someone who doesn't date, I gotta tell y'all, it's not hard, at all. It's been nearly 20 years with no relationship and I'm Gucci. I'm already in the 4B movement without even knowing it. I've been single and not dating and chased for two years now. I have been living the 4B movement and I didn't even know it. I'm here for all of it. Yo, I'm in 4B movement for 29 years. For the last seven years, I do it intentionally and I'm so free. This is amazing. Single, celibate, and child-free, I've been on the 4B movement. And I think the closest thing that we have as popularized on social media is the decenter men movement. Like everyone is on the decenter men movement right now. And us Spoiled Girlies, we have been talking about decentering men in the Spoiled Girlies support group. So that's the vibe right now in the West. And honestly, it really is the bee's knees. I cannot recommend it enough. Decenter men, center yourself and create a life of your own design. Even if it sometimes means that it includes a man. Okay, that's the nuance. And I want to talk about the policing that women get, the lover girls, the policing that they get when they express that they want to have male partnerships 
relationship, male companionship. Like we already talked about it here, how it's okay to hate being single and you're not a lesser woman for wanting to be with a man, even though the vibe right now is decenter men. But let's talk about what I've been observing. Like the decentering men, loving being single, remaining single forever. We're making it into another prescription that women have to live by. And if you don't live by it, you're a bad woman, you're aggressive, you're this and that. Like, where have we seen that before? And it happens every time there is a women's movement. We pit one celebrated female archetype against all other women. Like, isn't that still patriarchal? Holding one archetype of a woman up to make all other women feel bad, like that's still patriarchal, okay? We're still putting women down for not conforming. So yeah, I have beef with the decentering police. Like, just let us live, like, I wanna live annoying. With all that being said, I don't know if you're catching the undertone here. Women are giving up on teaching men common human decency, consideration, how to treat a partner with love and respect. Women are giving up on men, period. Women are leaving men. Women are decentering men. And by doing all of this, women are inducing change. And by doing what? Giving up, leaving, decentering, ignoring, and avoiding men. It's almost like they're the ones who need us. And to access women, to access us, they either have to move, change, improve, or remain the same and get wiped out of the gene pool and never experience partnership with a woman. Like, I'm not surprised the PB&J bros have always been a thing. Like, obviously, it's so popular online right now, but it's always been a thing, okay? Because if men cannot find women in their local dating markets, they will cross oceans to find a woman that finds them desirable. They have always been looking for women. Men respond to incentives, to market signals, to market conditions. They are so market-driven because they have to respond to us. We set the market and that's why they always try to police us from setting high standards or having any standards, period. But I bet you that if they have to be a woman, if they had to date men, if they had to get a period, if they had to get pregnant, if they had to birth a child, they would be even more entitled, even more spoiled, and even more gold diggery than they already are. Okay, like let's talk about it. If they had to go through what women have to go through when with men, they would demand so much more than what you're demanding right now. They don't want you to be entitled, to be spoiled, to be a gold digger, because they already are that, okay? And that is true for all the malicious, below bare middle effort men who wanna make you suffer. You are creation. You are the source. You are the source of all their desires, the source of life, and you need to act like it. Back to the topic, although we're not necessarily strictly following the 4B movement as spoiled girlies, we see it and we love it for them. It is so refreshing to see women all around the globe collectively wake up and give up trying to teach men basic human consideration, basic human decency. It is so refreshing to see women own their power as the limiting factor to the continuation of our species how we can end lineages by opting out, how we can literally end ethnicities by opting out, how women's disappearance from private life can be a catalyst for change. For far too long, we have made ourselves too available, too agreeable, too accommodating, too good. And men, the automatic drainers of feminine energy, they neglected, mistreated, drained and discarded us. And we're no longer putting up with it. Bestie, wake up. <laughs>